Okay. Yo. 2024, we're back. What's up? It's been uh, three weeks. Yeah. Just about. Three weeks, and we had to, we tried our best to uh, cram episodes before you left. So we missed one week? We missed one week. Nice. Uh, I try, I mean, I try, we, we tried. We tried. We, we tried. But then we really had, we really ran out of things to talk about by the <laughs> beginning of the Jordan episode because that was just. Yeah, that was. I was listening back, editing that. I was like, "Oh my god! Like, should I even put this intro in?" We're just, we're just both just like, ah, just, just I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. <laughs> but anyways, welcome back. Let's uh, let's dive into your trip because I've never been to Mexico. Yeah. It seems like you had quite the time following your. Also, I gotta say, what happened? Why did your first of all? Why do you have a Hotmail account? Wait, what? Oh, were my iMessages going to my iMessages were coming from a different <laughs> was context. Was it AustiDog underscore SK813? It was something at <laughs> Hotmail.com. I was like, what the? My iCloud. Oh, I probably made it when I was like fucking so young. Hotmail though. So yeah. That's it, like. Yeah. I, I just have never changed my iCloud account from my first one. Well, I, I now have them like consolidated to your contact <laughs> in my phone. But like when it first happened, because I had texted you. I think I texted you, which we'll get to later, but the curse. Yeah. Uh, like day two of when you when you like left or whatever day right. three or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it did it, no response and it didn't get delivered. Right. And I was like, okay, he doesn't have like service. Like whatever, I'll yeah. I'll talk to him later. And then randomly, you texted me about something or about the curse. I can't remember. And it just came from this random ass hotmail account. And I was like, what the fuck? And then you're just like, you're talking the way you talk in text. And I was like, oh, true, 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 true. It's so awesome. It's okay. I had no idea it was still, that would still show up. Yeah. I wonder how many people fucking got to see that yeah, old email. I was like, old hmm. <laughs> But also just hotmail. Like you're not, you, it seems like an odd choice for someone your age. Well, it would I, make sense for me to have a hotmail account, which I did. Well, hotmail was the shit until I was probably like 16. I think. Yeah, I guess. Like I, I, I remember getting my Gmail account and it was like pretty late in my life. Right. I mean, Hotmail me too. Was the shit. Like, I mean, I was on MSN and. No, Hotmail was the shit. It yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it was incredible. It was just <laughs> like, it was a pretty classic email server or whatever. Mm. But um, no, I'd t- I'd, I'd, I went through two Hotmails, I think, in the duration of my life. I've definitely had two my first one was Austie dog underscore sk8 okay that's not the one you hit me from that wasn't this, this, one? this was just like okay, oh, this was good. like austin h <laughs> i was or something. really worried that that was gonna <laughs> no, be no, no, the no. one it was like austin h at hotmail.com or something <laughs> like that or a hutch something yeah, like that. yeah 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 that was my first it's pretty sick i had a couple i had uh i had actually i'm not gonna get into it anyways <laughs> i had a i had a couple but um and then one was, which was extra, like, and just in retrospect, sketchy. Having your your in, your your email be like little girls is just like kind of <laughs> <kinda> weird. <laughs> but it was like little, and in fact, it, in fact, I couldn't get little girls at hotmail.com. Someone so, had it. No, so I, yeah, somebody already had it. So I had little little girls. <laughs> extra creepy. Yeah, I was just like I was like, ah. Anyways, I, I do wish I had access to that account still, but I don't. <laughs> anyways, Mexico. How was that? I've never Blast. been. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, we started like the first two weeks. We were doing like a road trip thing, so we were like staying in various like random places and then sleeping on the beach. Well, here's the thing. So I was I was chatting with Pat McGuire, and he was like, he was had overheard on the last episode you being like, yeah, go to Mexico, gonna go camping, and he was like, I hope that guy's safe. <laughs> we were definitely in Narcos territory. Okay. Uh, the way you can tell is there's no good cigarettes. 
true. They only had like these like fucking cartel brand cigarettes. Whoa. It, and they were the worst. They were terrible. Wait, so were they so so there's just like a monopoly on like yeah, all contraband much, like, or whatever. They stop any other tobacco companies from selling in that oh, place. Even not. at like the like circle K's and shit. I imagine like, having so sell. much power that like Marlboro can't sell their Literally. products at a gas station. I was so and everyone told me that there was just no cigarettes. True. I was like, like you know, I'm in Mexico. I'm gonna be smoking. Like, there's yeah. no way that I can't get cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely this. So I like there's a will, there's a way. Going into these like really sketchy ass convenience stores because it was only like the really sketchy ones that would sell cigarettes, and there yeah. were these contraband cigarettes. Anyways, we figured it out. But uh, crazy. It was safe. Like it's all safe there. They, yeah, like, yeah. they don't want to fuck with gringos because like that's they know that that's like a majority of their money. You know. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you're relatively safe unless you're being an idiot and like fucking with people. Yeah. Or trying to sell drugs or trying to like start your own like business that's interfering with them. Like you're gonna be fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would imagine that it's it's very much like that. Like it's not as. I mean, also just considering how many of like our friends and people that we know. Yeah. Are just like currently in Mexico yeah. or just like being like, yeah, I'm just going to go check out some fucking it is art really galleries. It's funny how many people like my mom, when I, when she found out I was going, I was like, Oh my God, like be yeah. careful. Like, it's like, I've been to Mexico, but like at like, all inclusive vacations. Yeah. And, this like I would say this is my first time in Mexico. Yeah, that you know, doesn't count. It's like going, going to like Cancun, like and we we had to fly out of the Cancun airport. Like we took like a flight to Cancun and then Cancun to Toronto. And the like just the different vibe from like the Mexico City airport to there was like insane. Right, it's just all these like miserable people. Yeah, who like I know just had like an amazing vacation, like sitting on the beach. Yeah, well, they're yet, probably pissed that they have to go back home know, to like Ohio like, so or something. Miserable and like and like so rude to every single service person. At the airport, like yeah. I was like, "This is insane." Well, it's probably just the way they've been treated. I mean, come on, it's yeah. the way they were treating the, the they, service like, staff. Those kinds of uh, people that go to all inclusive vacations like want to. They're all like, I wouldn't say they're like super high class. You know, they're like all that like middle class territory where they just like kind of lead miserable lives. I yeah. think a lot of them and go to these places so that they can treat other people socially. No, one hundred percent. It's a way to it's a way to cosplay of uh, cosplay is what you think the rich. And maybe they do, but yeah. it's cost to act like that and be like, oh, now, now you're my servant. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm here to be treated like a God for a week yeah. and you better fucking treat me like a God it's for crazy. a week. And as soon as they're in that airport going back to their regular jobs, mm-hmm. back to their regular lives, they're just like, well, fuck now I've yeah. no one to make me burritos every day. Yeah. So they're um, just like t- milking it for every drop yeah. they have with every single person there. Yeah. It was terrible. But, um, Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. We camped on the beach, which was crazy. What was the beach? Uh, I forget where it was. It was on. It was in the Jalisco State, but uh, yeah, some like random beach town. Okay. Um, were other like, people camping on the beach? Yeah. So there was like this guy who there, we were the only. There was only like one other. Cu- there was like a couple there that were on the same campground, but it's pretty much just this, like a little allotted slot okay. where people can put up tents. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping on sand is not comfy. Interesting. You'd imagine. <laughs> I really the, thought it was going to be. Yeah. In my mind, it's like, you know, it's like, I mean, it's just like bullshit, but in my mind, it's like, it's almost like a waterbed or something. Yeah, it's like, you can like, same. you can just like move it around and make That's it. That's what like- I thought too. It was terrible. We slept for maybe four hours every night, which like sucked so much, but then it was kind of beautiful because like this, there was the sunrise and the sunset on this beach. Um, and so you'd like wake up to like a beautiful sunrise. Yeah. I'd like go for runs and like jump in the ocean. Like, runs. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, 2024. Let's go. I, well, I only did it while I was sleeping <laughs> on the beach, but, but it was like really nice to just like wake up to the sunrise, yeah. go for a run, jump in the ocean. The ocean was like super warm. It was amazing. It was paradise, but sleeping was fucking awful. Yeah. I also got bitten by 
fleas by sand fleas whoa my entire arm was like covered up until my elbow like both arms sand my fleas my Sounds legs awful. Like up until my knees Fuck. my face they got on my face it was terrible wow and i like i was just i would just be waking up every morning just like itching every, it was terrible that sounds i mean so, well you know you know where i stand on camping yeah i'm very anti-camping i <laughs> i i think it's one of the worst things you can do but i also love it so much yeah you would love it you're 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 you have like the sort of like man in the woods vibe like you you, you aspire suffering you aspire you as, yeah you 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 aspire to some of that nonsense but not me i'm a real uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a, no, I'm just a man of comfort. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. a, I don't want to, I don't, I, you don't want to, I love a roof is all I'm trying to say. Oh, I love a roof. Big too, fan but of But it roof. makes you appreciate the roof. It's true. So much. If you can live your life with a sustained appreciation of the roof over your head, then you don't need to do it. I personally get way too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I take it way too for granted. Yeah, that makes sense. Head, that know? makes sense. I mean, I do definitely do too, but like I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to know what it's like. Yeah. I, like, I don't need to, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. You know, those like wilderness shows or whatever. It's yeah. just like, I would just like let the elements take me. Yeah. I would, I would not, I would not fight. Yeah. I wouldn't resist. Yeah. And then we went to Mexico city for a week. Which was sick. Mexico City is very cool city. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a general consensus. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> I, it's great. There's like so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I have, it's so nice. And like, also like, I think relatively safe. Like there's obviously areas where it's pretty yeah. dangerous, but like it's fucking, it's, it's like so gentrified. It's No, insane. and that's what everyone was saying to me. Even like, uh, I was talking to a friend who was there probably like a week before you mm -hmm. went and he said the exact same thing. Yeah. He's like, he's like, if, if you have even remote street smarts, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Like if you're walking down a street and something just looks a little off, just go to the next block yeah. or just like, or turn around, you know, it's just like, you don't have to like, yeah. but I, I do think that maybe people just get so accustomed to like the, cause we don't have, we've talked about this a little bit, but we don't have like a lot of other cities. Toronto is pretty much like, uh, you know, it's not like in the States where you can go from block to block yeah. and it just like, like you can literally be in like a rich ass neighborhood yeah. and walk two blocks and all of a sudden it's just like dilapidated. It's yeah, like, like that Vancouver, doesn't exist here. Like Maine and Hastings. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we don't have that really here. It's all pretty much like generally okay. Yeah. I'd say um, like Queen and Sherborne is the only part that like gets a little shady for a yeah, second. Even so that's like nothing. Yeah. It's really that's like that literally bad. nothing. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, what's what do you like? Yeah, it's fine. But even like, yeah, I mean, I never really ventured into any of the like apparently unsafe areas, but I, I, I like you barely saw anything remotely yeah. dangerous at yeah. all. You know, what was, what was this boat you were on? <laughs> oh, the, what's it called? The Zachi or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's like this, it's like an hour outside of the city and you just get on these boats and like all these, there's all these other boats that are like selling tacos and margaritas and micheladas and shit. <laughs> and you just chill on this boat. We got like, a like we were with this. You local. looked hammered in that video. It was oh, amazing. It was fucking so cool. <laughs> um, You're just like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen this man dance. <laughs> I dance. You've seen me dance. I've seen you dance. Not I, quite like that. Yeah, not, not like to that. A mariachi yeah, band. there was there was some there was some rhythm in those hips. Yeah, I was fucking grooving. Yeah, you were you were. Um, yeah, and then we were with like a local who like brought on a mariachi band and like. <laughs> <super> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's sick. Fuck, I really want to go. We only went like clubbing like one night, which was fun. Oh, true. Um, and we, like we just mostly there was like this jazz bar that we went to that Ben recommended. Okay. Um, which was really nice. A bunch of really good restaurants. I would say it's like drinking beer there is the price of water. That's so the like, way it if should you can be. go, you can get like a, like the most expensive beer I think I got was like 50 pesos, which <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's like less than yeah. I don't know, $5. Like it's yeah. like so cheap. Yeah. It's probably like $4. Yeah. Um, 
and most of the time they were like 25 pesos, yeah. <laughs> which was the prices of a, of a bottle of water. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So if you drink beer there, it's fine. But as soon as you get into like cocktails or anything, it's like the same prices here. Well, that's the thing is like, I, I feel like, I feel like because there's such a, such like a high end, like dining culture over there, like with like, you know, Michelin star restaurants and like yeah. Contrama and all those places. Yeah. But it's like, um, you know, it's like they have like. But, but I don't drink cocktails anyway. Yeah, I mean, I cocktails are out. So. <laughs> <yeah>, fuck <laughs> cocktails. <laughs> that's uh, no, and that's promise. that's 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 the way it should be. You just gotta you just gotta drink some nice little cervezas. And, yeah, uh, it was sick. Ava and I are talking about moving there possibly one day. Shit. But the my one caveat is that I cannot live in a place where I don't speak the native language. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have to learn Spanish. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that was like my my were the worst part for me was just like not being like confident enough to like speak yeah or, like yeah. even if someone like fucks with you yeah you can't be like fuck off yeah you know? you're like, kind of like are they just like saying nice hat yeah. or? <laughs> like it's like i don't know i need to i i and i i feel terrible like for some reason speaking english yeah i know what you, you mean know, like most people speak english but like it's still like i don't know i just feel like an asshole yeah yeah you i know? mean i mean you should just learn it it's like yeah. did you ever speak french or can you speak i mean i french? took it up until grade that's my nine, point though it's so similar it's like it's yeah. so similar that like i feel like learning it would not be not to be like it's not going to be hard but yeah. like for the most part it would be i think i could pick it up you could definitely have <laughs> picked up a little spanish over the, next, it up. over the next years sick so you would <laughs> So you would move there. Interesting. Because that's kind of the vibe I'm feeling right now. Because I was talking to somebody about this. Because we're going to Montreal tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's a completely different thing. It's like everyone speaks English there. But maybe that is still the slight little bit of why I don't want to live there. That's my main thing too with Montreal. Is just like, just I just feel slightly more insecure being there because, because and it's because every menial task that you do here you don't think about exactly. because you just go do it and yeah. say you know hey can i get this yeah whereas there you're like ah, like for me at least i'm like my like, god ah, i really want to go get a poutine but like oh, i know of, like, what if the guys but i want Same. it from some like legit spot so they're gonna be like super francophone but yeah. like you know i really want that damn gravy i know so I don't know, but I understand what you mean. And like, we also did have like one or two servers that were like rude to us because we didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. And Ava like knows Spanish relatively well, but yeah. like we, I don't know. I, I remember there was this one server who like was just making fun of our pronunciation like so hard. Yeah. It was like insane. He was like <laughs> laughing in our faces. And it, I don't think it was that bad. And, he was, and I was just like, I can't imagine I did that. <laughs> Honestly, it would be kind of sick. It'd be I would get canceled in a second. <laughs> so I was like trying to speak English and just like <laughs> nice. Yeah. He literally like laughed at us. It was yeah. insane. But most of the people were chill. Yeah. So. And do you have any good tacos? So many good tacos. I mean, did you have any good tacos? So You're like, no. Tacos. No, we just stuck to the burgers. So many good tacos. Fuck. That yeah, no, was great. Food well, was amazing. Welcome back. Thank you. And I guess uh, as we talked about via texts. Yeah. And not at all before this. So we'll get into it. Yeah. But. I, like I said earlier, I had messaged you being like, holy fuck, yeah. did you finish the curse? Yeah. And I guess it's a good thing that you were kind of not really online. I mean, did you, you didn't read anything about it or like. Before I watched it? No. Yeah. Okay. Cause like I, I've been doing this. I mean, it's not a new thing, but I've definitely been on this whole like muting words on Twitter mm-hmm. for things I'm watching that are like live because, you know, for my fucking reality TV shows that I love so much. I, you know, I it, literally like all of those shows come down to who gets kicked off or voted out at the end. Yeah. 
And like, if you just know who it is, it completely ruins it. So I have like, anyways, I have the curse muted. I have like survived muted. I have the bachelor muted, (laughs) you know, just, just to not spoil it. But anyway, so I was going to say that like, uh, we talked about this earlier, but you know, I had two hints about what was going to happen in the show. Not, Mm. and again, somebody even tweeted this and I thought it was hilarious or actually it might've been a letterbox review, but they were just like, they're like, no matter there's like, there's no way anyone can spoil this show for you because you're just, no matter what you think you is going to happen, be, you're, yeah. you won't be prepared for this finale. Yeah. So that's obviously the case. But I will say that like leading up to it, Adam was like, he was like, uh, first he was like, I read someone's review in some newspaper that I guess had seen the whole series and written a thing and basically alluded to the fact that the first was it eight episodes or 10 episodes? Maybe 10. We should also say spoiler alert. Yeah, big spoiler alert. If you alert. haven't watched it, skip. Skip to skip ahead like 10 minutes. <laughs> but um, no, but I, but I was going to say that like, that, it, that the review had basically said something along the lines of like, it, seven episodes lead up and build up to this big release at the end. Mm. And it's like all worth it in the end, mm. even though it can be a bit of a struggle to get through right. in, in the middle of it, but mm. it's worth it at the end. And then Adam saw it at midnight on Thursday when it came out. And I saw him the next day or he texted the group chat the next day. And he was like, who watched The Curse? It was the scariest thing I've ever seen on television in a long time. So like it built up that I was like, I was like, what is going to happen? Like I couldn't prepare myself. Mm -hmm. And again, spoiler alert, but like the way the episode starts, first of all, with fucking what's his name from the Sopranos on Rachel Ray. Insane. Like, Insane. I was like, what is going on? I thought I was watching the wrong show at first. I was like, I like had to double check. Yeah. Like, what the fuck it, is this? Because it literally was like. It's literally uh, Rachel Ray. It's, it was, her, it's her camera's crew and everything. Exactly. So they must have just like, like, and like, of course, and you know, that guy would have an Italian American cookbook that he's promoting and just be like, oh, I love you, Rachel. Like, da, da, da. But like, and then, but then to just cut to this them sitting on like sitting in their home like on that screen having like you know 30 seconds of an interview and then just awkwardly holding those smiles it's such a genius way to just like blend reality and fiction because like like that that uncanny feeling you have where you're just like oh like if you've actually watched rachel ray with which i've watched like an episode of i was just like Oh, what the fuck? I'm watching. You oh, know? I've, <laughs> like I've just... watched hundreds of episodes. I used to fucking love Rachel. Yeah, Rock. it was so crazy. So man. it was like extra. But but anyways, like the, the whole the whole <laughs> ceiling thing and like like the like we, I'd said it, but like the way it cuts to like not even cuts. It's just the shot of Emma Stone sleeping and then the pan. Up. And then she not even the, but before the pan, she like looks over and you realize Asher's gone mm-hmm. And then it pans up and he's asleep on the ceiling. And then it pans back down to her kind of like, like rolling over, realizing that like, you know, there's, there's no body next to her. Uh And then it pan, and then she opens her eyes as it pans back up. And he's just like, I was like, what the fuck? So genius. Insane. And then to just go on for like 35 minutes of them just like figuring out what's going on and like thinking it's like the weird, like the pressure in the house from yeah. like all that stuff. And then like, it was just like truly phenomenal, but you had some theories on it, which the more I've thought about, I don't know if I fully agree anymore, uh-huh. but we'll get into that. But, but you had this whole breakdown of Christianity. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot of just like various, like, you know, uh, 
throughout the whole thing, there's like random little subtle religious nods to yes. it. And like, they're not just Christian. There's yeah. like, no, like Hinduism and stuff too. And yeah. Judaism, there's a bunch of that. But the first thing I, so the first thing I saw when I thought when I saw him on the ceiling was like out of body experience. Uh-huh. Cause there's this guy, Robert Monroe who describes his first out of body experience as he was on the ceiling and he looks down and he saw a man in bed with his wife. And he was like, right. who's this, who's this woman in bed with my wife? Uh, or is this man in, in bed with my <laughs> wife? Uh, so th- that was my first thought. Yeah. And then, but then once he like reverse gravity flies into the sky, I was like, this has to be rapture. Yeah. You know, like th- the whole idea of someone floating into the sky. Yeah. And of course it was originally supposed to be floating. And then they were like reverse gravity. Yeah. That's so much fucking better. Yeah. Um, but I was like, there's like the only real, like, you know, historical, um, like, or cultural, like, uh, checkpoint there the only other time i've ever seen that is rapture right? right right is like rising into the sky from jesus so i was like, okay that has to be there's something about that and then there's the galatians um uh, but usually verse. when you rise usually when you rise into the sky but you, you know i feel like a lot of a lot of things we've seen with that imagery you know it's all very it's almost like you know the sort of idea you know when like a ufo like sucks someone up slowly mm-hmm. it's like always that kind of vibe which well, i guess I mean, which was their original true. idea and then True. they were like what if reverse gravity yeah which was a genius choice but yeah. yeah so i mean yeah so adam had like he he feels as if there was this very, very scary ending yeah i don't i don't find that ending scary necessarily like i actually thought it was like really fucking beautiful and all about like this rebirth and stuff and, and you which know? it was which yeah. i actually do think it was because because at the end he says like, or, or the beginning of that episode, he says something along the lines of like, I'm going to put a little me inside you yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah. And like, I think that that obviously does indicate that like him, him leaving earth, there is going to be, you know, there is the rebirth of the child coming yeah. in and like, you know, yeah. I think he is world. literally, he is literally the Jesus symbol in this story. Of Asher, is. Asher is the Jesus story. He is dying for the sins of that family, so <laughs> that that family can go on. Because you know that he's going to be the scapegoat, right? Yeah. And Jesus is kind of a scapegoat. He's for our sins, right? So he is going to be the scapegoat. <laughs> scapegoat. Like, what's her name? Fucking. Why do I? Emma Stone's character, uh, Whitney. Uh, yeah. Whitney is going to blame everything on Asher. Yeah. Like, yeah. which know? she does. Yeah. And then at the same time, you could also say that he purposefully takes the blame yeah. for things that he doesn't even have to. That's what he does. You know? That's his whole character. And and. But it is also funny to think about the way the way they try so hard and expect so much in return uh-huh. for doing quote unquote nice things yeah. when in actuality that is a very toxic way of going about anything being like you know it's like it's like the it's like if someone like you know is like you know, you see someone on the street and you're like, you're like, Hey, like I brought you this food. And like, you're like expecting some sort of like, thank you. Like you should be doing that out of the kindness of your heart and not, which is what where Whitney's character. I think the whole thing about Whitney's character is the fact that she has so much guilt about her family being slumlords Mm -hmm. that she doesn't actually want to do things out of the kindness or she does them out of the kindness of her heart. But at the same time, she wants the validation of doing that in order to feel better about the fact that for, for her to be like, I'm not like my parents. My whole thing. And like, I, I don't think doing good things out of guilt is a good thing. And I think that is like most often where like righteous, supposedly yeah. righteous yeah. people m- make their mistake. But there's also like something that makes me think like, are we so fucked up that we can't accept a good act in this modern age? Like even if it has ulterior motives, yeah, they gifted someone a house. 
<laughs> yeah. Like that's an insane thing to do. Totally. And for it to be like, you know? Yeah, but I think we live in a time where none of this shit really even matters. It's just kind of like we live in such a world of just ex- everything is an exchange. Mm-hmm. Everything is, a, is an exchange. And I think we're, we've accepted the fact that like, for example, if someone just comes up to you and goes, hey, man, I'm going to give you a car. Mm-hmm. What would your initial thought be? It wouldn't be sick. Thank you so much. I have a car. It'd be like, why are you giving me a car? Yeah, be, what's the catch? What do you want? Like, what is the point of this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think, I think that, that there's no person in the right mind who would just be like, sick, got the keys. Like, all right, later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to have Which that like kind. makes, which I think brings up a really good point about like, why the fuck are we all so suspicious of each other, you know, and yeah. so unwilling to accept kindness from each other. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because and I it's think like, most of the world is pretty damn evil. <laughs> I, but like, I know, but okay. So, okay. So that's the reason. So yeah, that, yeah. the reason is that we all think that the world is so fucking and evil. And this is coming from a guy who trusts everybody. Yeah, I'm a pretty same. trustworthy, pretty trustworthy person to my own fault. But I think that's what the film is ultimately, I think, or not, no, that's not what it's ultimately pointing out. But I think that is a part of yeah. it. A part of the show is just like how far gone we are that we yeah. like actually cannot, we can't, we can't be kind truly because yeah. we're so caught up in our own shit. Yeah. We can't accept kindness yeah. truly because we're also caught up in our own shit. Yeah. And I just loved how it like played that so nuanced to like not necessarily do that like righteous poor thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cause that I think is such a bullshit oh, totally. trait, you know? Totally. But back to the Asher thing, though, it's like I think that I, I have to say that like the when he's in the tree mm-hmm. and when they finally cut that branch, because oh here's the thing. So you were saying that you were watching it and you were you saw you, 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 you were like, this is beautiful. Uh-huh. I watched that and had like I was almost in tears laughing. Yeah. I thought it was maybe one of, but I love a, I love sick twisted humor. Yeah. I think, but I thought, I think to do something like that, that, and I'm not even saying that it's necessarily a funny scene. It was such a complicated emotion. That scene. Yeah. Like there was so much going on in my head. I was like, this is beautiful. Like this isn't like, this is such an incredible image. Yeah. Like what the fuck is this? You know, just that like, it's so amazing. And then I was like, this is fucking hilarious because Nathan Fielder is so fucking funny. And like, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Benny Safdie's character, yeah. um, uh, whatever his character yeah. was like, yeah. just so hilarious yeah. in all of his responses yeah. and like just the whole complicated mess of what was going on. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's yeah. like hilarious comedic pr- like premise. Yeah. But it was also so incredibly sad. It was very <laughs> sad. It was sad. It was funny. I can't remember the last time I like, like honestly, how funny is it to think that like, in my opinion, <laughs> maybe one of the greatest artists existing right now is nathan fielder if you had told me that 10 years ago not to say that i don't love nathan for you or the rehearsal because i i i feel like by the rehearsal i was starting to get the sense that he was going into this direction but with the curse it's like i can't think of something more i don't know there's there's nothing really like that right now it's so singular it's so its own thing and at the same time referencing this shit that I love so much, like like Lynch and like, yeah. it's like it, it just had this sort of- And Kubrick, like there's a lot of good, they work off the- the it's absurdity. Con, contri, like contrivant, like they work off the the contrived elements of it yeah. very well to know like, you know, this image kind of, yeah. so now we're able to take this image to yes. the next place, you know, like, you know, the Kubrick yeah. image. Yeah. And but, so but, here's also, a new but also the of level of, 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 of absurdity where it's just like, you know, 
really when you take it because again like 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 that initial review said if you were to tell someone what happens in the end in the finale of the curse saying it out loud is almost comical yeah be like what happens in the finale oh emma stone wakes up and then asher is on this nathan fielder is on the ceiling yeah. gravity is flipped for him and only him yeah. he doesn't know what's going on he's freaking out he ends up going outside gets tries to get pulled down to normal or whatever to the ground flings up into the sky holds on to a tree people are trying to get him down they cut the tree he flies off into space and dies but randomly like i think the best art is the art that like kind of sounds corny to say out loud do you know what yeah. i mean where it's like like I, okay like all my ideas of it like he is the jesus character in that like he he has he has completely forgiven everyone for the yeah. most part yeah. for all of the wrong that they have caused him yeah. and has taken on the blame and then and then therefore is risen up into the sky yeah like that sounds fucking corny to say aloud but like yes. when you see it like yeah that, well that comes down to execution yeah that literally comes down to execution because you could say any idea yeah and if it's executed well mm. then it's great yeah. if it's not you're like well this is just bullshit which yeah. is why you have to like you truly just have to watch the damn show. You have yeah. to see it with your own two eyes yeah. because it's just, and then I also just got to say the, the beauty of it, which, which threw me back into like classic, which I've, I've, I'm not this, I'm not this person anymore, mm -hmm. but it threw me back into classic. And I guess it wasn't that big of a show, but classic, like pretentious, like 2000s to 2010s, Josh, where I was just like, I was like, ugh. Now every fucking annoying person is going to be listening to Alice Coltrane. Like, <laughs> I was listening to it for a decade. Right. But I was like, I think it's incredible that they used all of Turia Singh's, or not all of it, but like three songs in particular. And, and Alice just Coltrane, like, like you mentioned, is a Christian turned Hindu, right? She, I was, I was actually going down, when we were having that conversation when you were in Mexico, I was going through her Wikipedia. She was just a very spiritual person. Yeah. And the whole thing is that John Coltrane... Uh, a love supreme so he was a hero john coltrane was a heroin addict yeah. his greatest work a love supreme was made when he was kicking his heroin addiction uh -huh. and f ended up finding god right and if you listen to that that album like that album is like rarely will i use the term spiritual for music that is that is instrumental mm -hmm. i guess i should say and you can feel it you listen to that and you can feel someone like transcending like earth there's a reason why it's one of the greatest albums of all time yeah. right and this is this is john so after i can't remember if they divorced or if he died or how like what the order what the order of things were but after he had died she was also along for the ride with him she became extremely spiritual as well was very deep into christianity and then started just exploring all these other sort of ancient teachings mm -hmm. moving into hinduism moving into all of these different sects and like by the end i don't even know where what 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 she was on but she was on some crazy shit mm -hmm. but um the music in the show was created like those those songs were never released as like she like alice coltrane has all of her jazz albums throughout the 70s and stuff 60s and 70s and like by the 80s which is when this music came out she had there were private pressings for the people that were part of her ashrams mm -hmm. that were meant devotional songs meant to be played, to pray to, and sing along to, like that, that's all they were for. They yeah. weren't for, for general consumption. <clears throat> and that music, I would maybe argue I like it even more than John Coltrane. Yeah. And it, cause it's again, I know this has vocals, but you, you put it on 
And it sounds like someone speaking to God. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. like, no, it is. It's fucking insane. You're like, I've, and I've, ne- and I've to this day never heard anything even close to that sonically for me yeah. where I'm just like, wow, this is like special music. And I was reading that they had to, they had to, it, sp- it took like a long time for them to get the music, the rights mm-hmm. to the music in the show because they, unlike, you know, most artists or whatever, a label owns the music and whatnot. And mm-hmm. in this case they don't. There's the rights have been have been uh, released for reissues and stuff recently, but they had to get like a basically like permission from her estate right. to be like, what is this? What are you using this for? How is it going to be portrayed? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it worked, and they got it, and it would the show would be. I really want to know what those conversations were like, like, you know. Yeah, if they if they delved into any of those like thematic elements yeah, but, in order the, to get the rights. Well, the thing is, you know who you know. Who, I wonder if they spoke to him, but Flying Lotus right. is uh, her nephew. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if maybe he might have, because you know he's hip. He also makes movies and stuff. He's mm-hmm. like very big into like horror and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I could maybe see that somebody if if. <laughs> If I were the musical director of uh, The Curse, I would have been like, well, let's hit up uh, Flying Lotus and yeah, let's yeah. get him to get the cosign to them pass it yeah, along. Yeah. But I would assume something along those lines maybe happened because yeah, it was definitely difficult. <clears throat> yeah, no, fucking crazy show. I'm like, I still haven't, like I've thought about it probably once. Have you watched it watched more? It. Have you watched anything? No, I think I might rewatch the whole thing. I don't know if I can, because the thing, the thing that I will say again that I loved is I love difficult, I love difficult music. I love difficult I mean, I love, I love it all, but yeah. like something I do appreciate is I love a payoff. Yeah. I love, like, for example, if that episode. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't put it on a rewatchables yeah. list. Yeah. The show. No. The ending. Yeah. The ending. Yeah. But, but, but at the same time, like I almost feel like. I'm more so just like, I'm interested <clears throat> to see if there's any, like anything that I missed knowing yes, the ending. Do yes. you know what I mean? Like. And I kind of feel like how much they I mean that's what that Reddit's up. for. Yeah. <laughs> like after we were talking, I was just like going down a fucking rabbit rabbit. Well, yeah. Reddit, because, uh, what is his name? Why can't I think of his of Benny Safdie's character? His name is uh, whatever. Whatever. He he. I remember when I said that thing that I found on Reddit where he's like he when he curses him yeah. right before he curses him he's like he's like oh there was a fly and yeah. then the curse is that he like flies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There his name is Dougie. Something. Dougie. Yeah. Dougie. Yeah. 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 No, I was, I was, I nerded out so hard about that and then nerded out so hard about the new PTA movie. What's the new PTA movie? <laughs> There's just like a couple behind the scenes pictures. Oh, right I saw the that photo. got released. I saw yeah, the Leonardo photo. DiCaprio and yeah. stuff. But I, I was, was going like, to say he, <clears throat> which is like, <laughs> it was kind of funny because I saw him when he was at the Golden Globes mm-hmm. and you know, he's got a classically <clears throat> massive head. Mm-hmm. He's got a big head. Mm-hmm. And, uh. When I saw these photos, the head looked a little smaller. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Clone? His head shrunk? <laughs> no, it looks... Uh, but no one knows what that movie's about, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of theories. It's I think it's pretty obviously a modern adaptation of Vineland, which yes, is one of my favorite yeah. Pinshaw novels. Yeah. Um, He's like dressed just like the 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 way I imagine the main character. Like, okay. it, and then there's a there was a casting for a, a young mixed girl who does karate, uh, and that's like a character in Vineland. Okay. Um, there's any a lot uh, of, any mixed any mixed guy. It's shooting <laughs> it's shooting in the um the same county that Vineland is set in. True. There's a lot of stuff, but it, it is modern day clearly, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is so sick because it's going to be PTA's first modern day movie since Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, I was gonna say there's yeah. not very many. He's, yeah, well, uh, the, yeah, he did all like I mean, Magnolia and Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, I was gonna say Magnolia. And Heart Eight are all. Yeah, but that's it. 
So that's exciting. What's Heart Eight again? That's the Heart like, Eight's his first one. It's like the casino one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never but seen that. To have a master like that <laughs> talk master. about to he have is. a he's master a, like he's that. He's a fucking master. He is. I mean, do you, it's pretty funny to say that out loud. I don't think so. Can would you, you not say that about Kanye West or fucking? I don't know if Alice I would. Coltrane? I think you would. I think you. I have. love Kanye, but I don't know if I'd call him a master. <laughs> well, he's a master. <laughs> he's like, the master. I, I, also, that that term I'd is sooner call him a goat than he a master. He's the master. He's the goat. Um, <laughs> but to see someone like that of that caliber talking about to have a master just come through and just and do do a contemporary take on you say anything like that, it sounds corny. But again, if someone directed if someone directed this shot right now. With you saying that line, could be fucking sick. Exactly. The, corn, the corniest, the corniest art can sometimes be the best. But anyways, that's gonna be sick because I feel like there's like been this big revival of people like not being afraid to talk about right now. Right. And that's a very exciting. Yeah. Thing, you know. Yeah, I guess because we live in such a world of like pastiche and stuff, where it's just like you know, people are just like, I want to live in the '90s. I want to live Y2K, like da 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 da, the '80s, which I love. But I get the idea that like. It's very hard to mythologize the present, yeah. you know, which is like, well, that's actually basically impossible because yeah. you're just like, you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's only, it's only, it's only an era or a movement or a golden opportunity when you look back on it. <clears throat> True. But I also think that like, it, like a, it's a sign of, of, of how confused we are about yeah. a culture. Yeah. About a, about a time yeah. when we can't make movies or art about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think it shows, I think that we're either, we're more willing to deal with the problems of now and we have a better idea, a grasp of what they are. When but we start I, making I, art I do think that maybe people don't, <clears throat> the general public doesn't want that. Because for example, do you remember in, uh, what was that movie that you loved that I hated? It was the Knives Out. Oh yeah. Remember in the sequel to Knives Out or The Glass Onion, you know what the fuck it was called? Uh-huh. Remember when... It like has like and like we've talked about this, but I hate. But those are bad. Like those are bad. I know, but here's what I was gonna say though: is is when when COVID is in a movie. Oh, it's terrible. And you remember in that when there there was like I didn't even remember what the scene was, but there was a thing at the beginning where they like are all just like, oh, we tested negative, and I was like, I don't want to see that shit. But in the curse, there's like masks. Yes, but it's you know? done in a way. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't, you're right, try, you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't say, "Hey, look, it's there's a, masks." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was, I, I like needed a show to watch on the plane. I was watching this show. Uh, Fuck, what's it called? Um, shrinking. Okay. Harrison Ford's in it. It's like not good, but it's like <laughs> so trying to be right now. Right. And it's it's like that that shit is so lame because what like I think the beauty of making a film about right now yeah. is it actually requires you to point things out less. Yeah. You know, you don't have to say, "Hey, look, there's a mask. This yeah. is where we are. This yeah. is what time it is." Yeah. Like, "Hey, look." We're but you do have COVID to think test. about those things when making it because in order <clears> to make it normal, you have to. You basically have to actually pick out everything that is currently happening in contemporary culture and then put it in the background because that's the only way to really make it. You know, if, for example, if there's a shot of me walking down, I just mean you don't have to like underline it. Yes, I know. I agree. I agree. But I'm saying that's what the curse did so well. Yeah. It's like, you know, for example, you know, it's, it's modern because you're right. Some characters just wear masks because in, in 2024, some people wear masks. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like everyone's wearing masks where it's like a specific year. It's just kind of like that's just the world we live in. Yeah. And especially considering up until 2020, nobody wore masks yeah. unless you went to Japan or something, right? So it's like I feel like people – I feel like that's just like there, there's, there's, there's funny ways of doing it. And like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, was there masks throughout the film, throughout this – I keep on calling it – throughout the curse? Yeah. Or was it just the – because I mean, there was a lot more in the last episode. 
Like there was a lot of masks in the last episode. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. <clears throat> and that's why I want to rewatch it to see like stuff like that. Yeah. Cause like masks are like a, a, a symbol of our time. You yeah. Know? And like, yeah, they, there are so many connotations now. With yeah. Masks. Well, it also just, it also just strikes <clears throat> the beginning in North America, at least <clears throat> the beginning of, it marks post 2020. Yeah. You know, it's just kind yeah. of like if, if there's masks in it, like, you know what I mean? It's like, if I saw something and it was like, takes place in 2012 and there's a guy wearing a mask, I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong yeah, with that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, also, how about uh, flip side? <laughs> the new Instagram. Oh yeah. I haven't used it. <laughs> have you not used it? <laughs> I forgot about it. Um, I know. Well, I was going to say that things have been moving. It, it's, it's comical how fast these things move and almost disappear. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is going to last. Like, I almost wonder if it'll last. Yeah, I doubt it. I like, so. I like it. And I like definitely dumped a bunch of like nonsense on there. Mm -hmm. How does it work? So you can just like choose who's on. It's like close friends. So it's basically posts. close friends. So the, yeah. So the way it works is like, for example, if like you're on mine. So if you were to go like to. We said no more close friends and then they drop flip sides. I know. I know. I and know. And then you guys were on it in a second. Yeah, because you know what? It wasn't close friends. It was fucking flip side. That's a whole different beast, my friend. But I think that like, sorry. So I was going to say, if you were to go to my profile, you would mm. see my regular profile. And because you have access, there's a little key on the bottom right corner. Mm. If you hit that key, my Instagram flips around, becomes mm. black. There's a different profile picture of me, a much scarier profile picture. <laughs> and me basically shit posting and posting my uh, stupid pictures of like people. I think we should have a, a flip side cold pod. I thought about this. There. I thought about this. But then, because I, want, I actually don't know how this works. I wonder if we, I should test this out, but I wonder <clears> if <throat> if you screenshot a flip side, I wonder if it sends a notification to the person, mm, True, you know, because I'm down to do a cold pod flip side. It would be a great home for the things that I, you, it just does. It's not, maybe not that secure. That's, what that's my doing. point. Yeah. Because yeah. if it leaks, yeah. I'm done for. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't have time. In 2024, I don't have time for that kind of shit anymore. Yeah. But um, I do have to say, I do like it when people are posting on it because it's funny to like, because again, it goes to the like, it goes to the whole uh, perce like perception that we put into the world, especially on social media. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, even like looking, I, I even just did like a, like an AB of like my two sides or whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh wow, I really like try to present as like, this versus like the real me, yeah. <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> I don't know. I like it. But then at the same time too, we should also talk about, uh, the perfectly imperfect, uh, oh, yeah. thing, which I also, cause I, you know, I'm, I will forever unabashedly be a victim of the hype. Yeah. And, uh, of course I started using flip side as soon as it dropped. And of course I started using perfectly imperfect. And are app. you using them both still? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got it and then didn't use it. But. Yeah, I, I I think it was also too because I was like, I made one recommendation and I like sent it to Eric and he's like, oh, bro, you're going to get a million likes. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I got like, no, I got like 10. And I was like, ah, it sucks. But I mean, a lot of these things are like obviously meant for you to like keep using them to like build. Yeah, I, I don't want to that one working. It's, just... It could work. I just don't want to build another, uh, another following. Yeah. <laughs> I already have a following, several yeah. followings. Yeah. I don't need any more of that shit. Um, <laughs> Pretty excited though, because uh, tomorrow, 
is my triumphant return to Montreal. To Montreal. Yeah, that's exciting. And How I've long are you there for? Till Monday True. or till Sunday. True. But I've been thinking a lot about it because. I was talking to a friend and he was saying how he was like, you're going to, he's like, it's going to blow your mind how different it is. Really? And like I said, the last time I was there was 2017, I believe. Yeah. 2017. And, and then lived there in 2012, 13, something like that. Um, but I'm just curious to see what it even looks and feels like, mm. you know, because <clears throat> And then it's it's just I don't know I I honestly I, but the thing I will say is that like you know I'm going in with a very open mind and I'm going in with actual excitement because I think because I spent so much time there and also used to commute there so often like I used to like take the megabus there like every two weeks you know what I mean I was so used to it just being like my second home and then to just not go for like I don't know five years. Mm-hmm six years whatever it's been a while and i don't know i'm very curious to see like what the vibe is like because you've been i know you've been a couple of times since we started doing this pod yeah and i just have not because i just had no (laughs) desire to go there yeah but i don't know i don't know yeah i'm excited to hear what you think i know because like you also didn't like it the last time you went right it's not that i don't like it did you not go to the old port one time once yeah because i was i was joking to myself about this out of the like i don't know 150 times i've gone to montreal i mean 150 but like i mean probably uh i've been to the old port like maybe three times Mm. and i know for a fact i am not going this time yeah i've only ever been once and it was because tom wanted to go he wanted to hit some fine dining yeah chuck hughes restaurant yeah um i don't like that doesn't define montreal for me no 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 no. it it never it, it never will yeah um, but I, uh, I was just thinking back on just like how just like wild and loose it used to be. Like mm-hmm. I told you about that place snack and blues, which I'm, I will, I will bet, I will bet is long gone, mm-hmm. but it was like a bar that used to just like, it was a blues bar and it was like the lighting was all blue it was on Saint Laurent and you'd go in and they would just have like a lot of bars do. But like they'd have giant bowls of like chips and pretzels and candy and a big old bowl of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and it was all kind of like old guys hanging out there. They would play like Steely Dan DVDs and you would just fucking like chill and just like grab a cig and like go have one and then just like grab some candy and like beers were like super cheap. And like, I'm just curious about like, cause it also felt, it feels very, from what I remember, very like, European and American in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas I feel like here everything is so the same Yeah. where like there, it just feels like there actually is. The worst part about Toronto is how fucking homogenized it is. Like, it's like you can go drop yourself in any part of the city and it relatively looks the same as somewhere else. Yes. And you're going to find businesses that also relatively look the exact same and do the same thing. It's like, here's the East end's version of, I mean, there's no East end version of juice, but (laughs) there should be. No, I've never, that's, I've never that's been like to East a, Really? Yeah. Come on, it's just like a. <clears throat> it's it's not that. I'll tell you that. True. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah. yeah. No, go on. No, there's yeah, there's a lot less eccentricity in Toronto. It's very bland. Yeah, but do you like the eccentricity? I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do too. I, def- I, do like, I definitely. I mean, that's my favorite part about New York is just like feeling like I'm like constantly discovering something. You know, yeah. like there's always something new around the corner. You know. Yeah. 
That's so, I mean, Toronto, yeah, sucks for that. Yeah, I guess you're Terrible. right. But then again, so much of it has to do with just like, I don't know. I, I, I constantly like feel like there's like that, like, I don't know. Maybe there, maybe there's more, maybe there is more and we just don't know it, you know? And it could be a variety of things. Mm-hmm. It could be, maybe we're just not, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I did have like that one time I went, I don't know. Nah, never mind. I just, I just, I just mean that like, we are so victims of our own routine uh-huh. that I do feel like sometimes we will complain about something being all the same when we should just go to other places. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I think you're right. Like, I think that's definitely an element of it, but because I also could, think that if it was, if it was different enough, if like the Danforth was different enough, then we would go to the Danforth. Danforth is a little different though. It's not different enough. But though. my point is think of, think about, think about this very street we're on right now. Think mm-hmm. about my experience of what I consider our, our radius bubble, whatever. We, if we were to do it together and draw a big circle, we would pinpoint the exact same places that we frequent or have been to, right? Mm. But imagine if my next door neighbor, who is my next door neighbor, lives also in this neighborhood. If they were to do their yeah. version of that, it might be completely different. Yeah, true. And like, I wonder just like, you know, do we have to start, do we have to switch it up and start, start going to like fucking... Uh, I was going to say communist daughter, but that doesn't count. You know what I mean? Toronto <laughs> yeah. has different vibes in terms of like what street you're on. Like Bloor has a different vibe than college and college has True. a different vibe than Dundas. True. And like, I definitely get, feel, feel a certain stasis when I'm only been going out on Dundas or yes. college or Bloor, you know? Yes. So I like, but that I feel like is the most, like the most difference that we have. I know. Is whether I know. or not you're out on Bloor or whether or not you're out on college. But it is, you know? it is funny that it's the- like all the bars are relatively the same. Like they're relatively the same. But I do love the idea that like, you know, you're going to have a completely different experience. If you pick a street on a Friday night and go, Mm. we're going to hang out here. Mm. The street dictates the night. Totally. Not the bar. Yeah. You know, it's like if you go out on on King Street, you're in for some, you're in for some trouble. Yeah. But if you go out on Queen Street, maybe we're also in for some trouble. Yeah. I feel like the trouble gradually decreases the The more The further north you go. go. It's actually so it's true. It's like there's, yeah, there's like a red line at, <laughs> at King Street. I mean, yeah, once you, once, yeah, you don't, you don't ever want to go back down there. <laughs> I have no. I, I do. No. I mean, we've said this so many times, but if we could reappropriate those clubs, you know, and make them our own. That's what standard time is though. No, it's different. What do you no, mean? It's completely different than a King Street club. No, I know. But I mean, it's, I mean, I thought you meant like size wise. No, like, no, no. I mean like specifically those clubs. You want to recreate those clubs. If we reappropriate them. So we start going there. We get everyone to start going there. We start hosting events there. We yeah. make it our own. <laughs> the next cold pot party on <laughs> King Street. Fucking, what's, what's so what's, funny. What's the new place? Uh, uh, Paris, Texas. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? I, I don't even know you. what that is. I bet you no one's seen that movie who goes there. <laughs> of course not. Are you kidding me? Wait, what is Paris, Texas? It's just not the movie, the 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 bar, obviously. It's just some yeah, some club. I think it's like like southern themed. I need to look this up. I think up. it's like yeah, I want to say they play like country music. I have no idea. Paris, Texas, Toronto. Honestly, it looks kind of sick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the locations look dope. The locations? No, like the locate like the, oh, I mean okay. the locations on King Street. The bars the venues King. themselves look sick. Okay, let's see this bottle service. It's oof. Ooh, you gotta make it. I mean, I've never done bottle service before, but chips and dip, nine bucks. 
beef dip sliders au jus, 27 bucks. <laughs> Vegan mock chicken sliders. Honestly. I saw this thing the other day. Would you say phones completely changed clubbing culture or party culture in general? Do you think phones are the problem? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would say that. And that's good. That's definitely some like old head style shit. But yeah. like, um, and I actually have no problem with it. I, I don't mind. I, I, I think a phone on the dance floor or a phone at the club is like a necessary part of uh, our lives in 2024. Yeah. But I do think it does take away because, you know, something about like, you know, getting lost in the music as you're dancing mm. um, is a real thing. I think the main thing it does is just make people a little bit more insecure because they can always be captured in yes. some way. And yes. so like there's this, and I think that's something that the curse was getting in is like this feeling of always being, yes. always having to perform, always For being sure. watched, always sure. being like a, the main character in something, yeah. you know, like that's like, I think that's the main thing that mm-hmm. like, we are such a self-conscious, self-conscious culture right now yeah. because of phones mostly. And something know? does flip when you go to a place where phones are not allowed or they have to be checked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for example, like Bergheim or whatever, like, you know, I, I went there and very much felt not, not, I mean, I wouldn't even go as far as to say I felt free, but I would go as far as to say that like, I didn't give a fuck, yeah. you know? And it's safe to say that 90% of the people gave even less of a fuck than I did, yeah. you know, because they actually were just like, and there's something to say, something to be said about like, you know, if you think of like a club with maybe no windows or like whatnot, and if you don't have your phone, there's no giant clock telling you what time it is. Yeah. You're going in with this open mind of just being <laughs> like, I'm going to get lost in this fucking abyss yeah. of hedonism and yeah. it's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. And like, that is, that, that is something that has been lost in, in general, nightlife yeah general you know because it's like at any point you're just like ah, i should probably go home or like yeah. uh like you know people also just be like oh it's 12 30 like i need to like or cram like, more drinks to get more fucked up or whatever or it's other like, people are at this other place exactly or you're getting taxed <laughs> so yeah you, you don't you don't make it you don't make it into your own thing and like yeah i think that it is a very real thing because i even remember like years ago there was uh <laughs> There was like, you know that place, Oasis Aqua Lounge or whatever? There was like a very, I mean, I've never been. Have you been? No. I think it's one I've been. (laughs) (laughs) But there was like, you know, it's like a, I guess it's like a swingers bar, spa, sex club kind of vibe, right? And obviously no phones are allowed there. And I remember, I want to say this is like 2013 or something, but I think maybe it was File Magazine. Some art magazine collective of like people did a party there, mm-hmm. right? And it was like RSVP, it was like a whole thing. And I f- do feel like it was like maybe one of the f- few and only times I didn't go. Uh, just setting the record straight. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like it was maybe one of the only times where there was an influx of non-community members of a place like that in a place where that is okay. Right. And I remember talking to a lot of friends who did go who were kind of like, a, it was just a sick, a sick party. It wasn't like fully a sex party, but there was stuff happening. And they were also just like, it was really interesting. They'd be like, they'd be like, oh man, like you should have seen Beep. Like, like he, he was really fucking getting into it, just fucking down in the little towel, like walking around. It was like very much, and like, and not even, in, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way yeah. at all. I'm just saying that it was like the sort of talk after was kind of being like with no phones and no access to the outside world people were a little more open to just being themselves. 
This makes me think about like, cause also what you're saying is that there was like, because there was no phones, because there was no documentation, direct documentation, there was kind of able to be like a, a more mythologization of that night. True. After the fact. True. So there's something about phones that like, when you know that it could have all been yes. documented to this degree, yes. you can't mythologize I know. it because it, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And that's, and that's part and of the problem with like why we have struggle with mythologizing the present times, not saying that we yeah. should or whatever, but, but think, think, think about going through your camera roll too, mm -hmm. right? How many times are you going through and you're like, you'll find a, you'll find a group of photos from like a night and you're like, Oh yeah, that was fun. Like whatever. That, that was, that was, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you don't. But then other times you'll find like, say like one picture mm -hmm. at like 9.30 at night or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh yeah, that was when I, with, when I was with those people. And then it's just like the next photo in your role is just like the next day or something. Yeah. And you're like, that, that night was so fun yeah. that I didn't take, I didn't try to document it or capture anything yeah. from it. I was truly purely living in the moment. Yeah. And I think those are the nights that like, arguably are, I mean, I, I would personally say are the best. And I think yeah. a lot of people would also agree. And I think that what happens is so much of the sort of fake social media world is that we're, we're pandering to our own audience. Mm -hmm. We all have an audience. Mm -hmm. Even if you have like fucking 20 Instagram followers, you have an audience. People mm -hmm. are watching your every move. Mm -hmm. And it feels good to be like, look at how much fun I'm having tonight. Yeah. But like the best are the, the best are those like, just like, like you see someone just like, I mean, you never notice this, but like, you know, when you're kind of like, oh, that person hasn't posted in a while, mm -hmm. but you like see them out. You're like, oh, they're like living life. Mm -hmm. They're like enjoying life. Mm -hmm. They're not just like playing the fucking game. That's what I kind of like is like corny as it may be the like return to digicams and like stuff. Didn't we say <laughs> those were out too though? Yeah, they are. But like that, <laughs> there, there's something that's like nice about that because it's, it, there is that like third degree, like a degree of separation between like the taking of the photo yeah. and the, the, like the later posting it. You know what I mean? But I would argue that taking disposable and or film photos mm -hmm. actually is the way because it doesn't, with a digital, you can still look at the thing. Yeah. There's something to be said about, and I have this experience a lot with Anthony. Like, you know, he takes a lot of photos whenever he's hung out with us. And like yeah. one of the fun things about him, a guy who travels so much, is he'll, you know, we'll go out and sing karaoke or something. Mm -hmm. He'll go, a little flash will go off. You don't think anything of it. You're just like laughing, doing whatever. And then like, you know, a month later, he'll just send you a nice, funny photo, and of you, and you're just like, "Oh wow, that's that's amazing." I'm actually gonna get this experience from the Mexico city, from the Mexico trip, because go. I lost my camera. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so I like lost it like halfway through the trip, and I'm and it, someone found it, and they're shipping it back to me. Oh, so true. I will be able to like revisit. It'll probably take like a month to get here, yeah. so I'll be able to revisit it in like a month, which this is, is sick. Literally <laughs> the most like millennial Gen Z conversation. Be like, man, like like the fact that like you take a photo and you couldn't see it, like that's a, that's true fun. But Okay, but no, but this brings me to, to my next point is that just like we, my general consensus about all things is that we cannot go back, right? Yes. Like there cannot be a regression. I like as much as it's fun to shoot film and to do all that stuff. Yeah. The, like that, it's over, you know? Then there's going to be revivalists. There's going to be people that do it, but it, it's generally over. So yeah. what the fuck do we do from here? How do we like move past knowing what we have and knowing what we know now? New app idea. <laughs> here we go. Listen to this. This is fucking gold. Yeah. Think about this. It's, well, just for, for, for lack of a better term, call it the disposable camera app. Okay. Right? Okay. You open it up. It's your camera roll. You have 24 photos. That's usually what's on like a roll of film, right? Mm -hmm. 24 photos. Mm -hmm. And 
you have 24 hours when you open it up, right? And you go like, boom, boom. You take the photos throughout the night. You can't see them. You just take them. You can't see them, right? And then once you've gone through all, once you've gone through all 24 photos, then it emails them to you in like a nice thing, <laughs> yeah. the, the way the way that <laughs> the it way would that you would getting it developed. Yeah, and then that way you're not like on your phone all the time, like 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 retaking photos. Uh-huh. You kind of just use your phone. Like, uh-huh. if anyone's listening, they want to help me make this. Let's go. That sounds like, that's a good idea. It's, I was actually I, it's funny because I, I, I really wanted to. I I had this a very similar idea without that added part. Where yeah. I wanted to make an app that like took photos just like a disposable camera. Oh, I, I have, I have is there that an app. app like that? I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, that it's, this is a good idea. Yeah. This is a really good idea. A good a really idea. Good idea. <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's also just I can like, see the entire interface too. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And then if you want to take it a step further, you could also add like a social media element yeah. where it's just like, it's like, you choose, and, and you get the email and then you choose what photos get posted. You select and it goes, or, or even it just dumps all 24 and it's just, cause it only, it only exports after the 24 have been taken. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So let's say that like I take my 24 photos mm-hmm. and then it, and then it just like, it goes like bing and pops up on the yeah. feed, 24 photos from point A to point B. Dude, you don't know this. what they are we and neither does this. the audience. We should make this. That's such a sick idea. Yeah, it's really good. This is like my best one yet. This is actually, this is actually good. <laughs> this is the first <laughs> What was my other one though? Are you like, going to go into app developer now? I don't know. <laughs> I got to get Eric on the horn, man. I got to get some better <laughs> fucking make this app. Actually, I have a lot of developer friends. It could be done quite easily. I like this. Fuck, we should make app. Yeah. That's just the Cold Pod app. The Cold Pod app. It's the, the, the Cold Pod social media app. Toronto only we do it like Facebook and make it so yeah it's like- invite only and you have to like provide your like postal code yeah. <laughs> Dude. I had an idea a while ago to make like a local a local only Instagram where it was just like you would only really see what was happening in your city or mm-hmm. people that were in your city and you could like travel you could be like I'm gonna go to New York and you could see what's happening in New York yeah. but like the, the feed was set up so that it was, out, it was like linear but only in your city right I mean you can you can do that but with your own friends that like you're saying or no because you can do that if you go to if you just click on like a yeah it would be location you, you can just that, scroll yeah. through yeah it know? would be pretty much that but like the app would be centered around that right right yeah. right yeah it's not as good as mine <laughs> but if we combine true yeah. no but this is this is where these apps get too ahead of themselves yeah, yeah you got yeah. the the secret is and also Start the secret, simple the, the joke of like apps in 2024 too is that they're basically just all they do, all you do is limit things. Yeah. Like remember, remember fucking be real. Yeah, yeah. All that did was like was like give you less access yeah. because, I mean, I don't know what the case is now, but at the time people were really st- and I I actually do still argue that people are striving for, uh, for less. But it's the crazy thing, like I radio, mean, what, TV, like less, less when control. Else in history, have we ever gotten to the point where we have had too much control? Have had too much. Control. I don't know if control is the right word. Control. I guess control is the right word. You can pick, you can, you can, I can right now put on a radio head song yeah. without going to get my CD that I bought. Yeah. You know, I can just put it on. Yeah. If I want to go watch whatever, I can just watch it right now. Yeah. Yeah. If I want to. The options are limit, limitless. See what it, the weather's like in fucking Trinidad. I can just check right now. Yeah. I don't have to call someone or like, like, or you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, it's actually fucked to think about that. We it's can just insane. like do whatever we want, whenever we want all the time. Yeah. And, and like, we're not happy. No, we're totally It doesn't make happy. us happy. But I will say if it all disappeared, I'd be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we want it to disappear. Like, and that's why there were so many dystopian films. The dystopian films were really utopian films for a lot of people because yes. they were like they were visions of the world if it wasn't the way it is right now. But do and you it, wonder, like, it was nice to sit in that. But do you wonder if because there was no social media and because 
you know, documentation to a sense begins at a certain point in everyone's life. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we cherish those memories without the documentation more because there is no documentation of it? I'll give an example. Prime example is I was thinking about this today going on this whole Montreal trip coming up. And like I was thinking about the last time me and my band and a group of friends drove down to go play a show, right? Mm. And I was like retelling the story in my head and I'll tell it really quickly. But it was just basically Little Girl's first tour. We were playing at this like this DIY venue that was like a bike shop, right? And it was Little Girl's Waves and Ton Starts Bandit. And the owner of the venue, not the promoters, was this guy. You know how like, not to sound like a dick, but you know how like bike messenger... Some, some bike messenger people are just like kind of like not so alcoholics mm. and just like love to party. Mm. And this is a super French Canadian guy who ran this space. I can't remember for the life of me what it was called. Uh, something Island or something like that. Or Anyways, he got wasted and was just like causing a ruckus and the promoters were trying to calm him down being like, dude, just like, please don't like turn this into a thing. Like we were having a great show. It's sold out. You're going to get your, you're making money. Da, da, da. He ended up freaking out. And like grabbing a hammer, and I was by the merch table, he ended up just like smashing all of our merch, all of Waves merch, all of Tonsert's band's cassettes, just like causing a ruckus, right? And then long story short, ended up like going downstairs, being like, why are there so many people outside of my, like this place? Like, da da da, the show's over. And the promoters were like, guys, everyone's leaving. They're waiting for cabs, they're getting on their bikes, they're like, da 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 da. And he ended up picking up like a maximum 40 sign, like a pole, and just smashing the back of my van. Now, the reason I tell this story is because in my mind, that was, it's almost like the, the whole rose tinted glasses thing. Mm -hmm. In my mind, that's like an iconic story of my life. Mm -hmm. Something hilarious that happened that was like just such a, and, it, and there's almost no documentation of it. I'm sure I could find a couple of photos that someone took of us playing live or yeah. whatever. But that is such a special story to me because I'm telling it to you and I'm not pulling out my phone being like, and look at what he did to the back of the van mm -hmm. and look at the smashed records. And this is what the venue is. It's like, you have to create this image in your head. Yeah. And therefore the story is like more enticing and has like a more like it's other more personal because you're making it up in your head. Exactly. Yeah. And, but, but I'm just saying that like, do we, do we, and again, going to the concept of like, you know, uh, not taking pictures on a night out, like is that night better? Or is it just better because in your, you're, you're using more of your brain to like put the pieces to together. fill it in? I, I mean, like everything we do is filtered through memory. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like even right now, like as I sit here, my brain is mostly just filtering this through other times I've been here. Yeah, it's remembering you know I mean? how to speak. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I would say that it's better to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Almost always, it's better to fill it in, and I but think at the same time that story I just told could have been completely false. But I think you know, it's like you know, it's like in Jaws when you don't see the shark. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. The shark is so much scarier in your head because you're because 100%. you're making it up. And and another example I'll use that I've I've mentioned maybe not on here, but like what a movie that scared me the most when I was like a teenager mm -hmm. was not The Ring, but the Japanese version called yeah. Ringu. And yeah. the, only reason I found Ringu scarier is because when the girl comes out of the well in the TV, yeah. her hair is blocking her face and it's just a girl with long hair crawling around all maniacally. Whereas in the American version, she comes out with the hair covering her face and then, you know, pulls the hair back yeah. and you see this like, you know, prosthetic, like, yeah. like demon face or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not as scary. Mm -hmm. But what scared me was not knowing what it was and my, mm -hmm. my imagination having to make up this like the imagination is truly the most terrifying uh, 
most powerful tool in the imagination. And, and I, I think the same can be said for like a lot of things right now. Is there's just not a lot left to the imagination. It's a lot. True. Of, a lot of the, the qualms I have with most shows or yeah. most movies is when they just don't leave enough room for me yes. to come into it. Yes. You know, for my own ideas, my own things to come into it. Yeah. Or when a book is too descriptive. Yeah. Or like, and that, you know, but that's, like, that's that's that's, the, that's generally the difference between the the underground and the mainstream. Um, I would hope. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, if, if you're watching like a bullshit like Netflix movie mm. where it's like, and then this happened because this happened. And then it turns out that even fucking Saltburn, mm. it's like, turns out he did this and this mm. and he wanted to do this all along. And da, 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 da. It's like, I actually like that movie. Did we ever talk about it? I can't remember. I don't know if we did. I, I liked I it. was okay. I, I, because of all the hate it got, it like made me like want to like it even more. Yeah. And in classic me mode, I was like, this movie fucking rocks. Like, this is sick. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I know. But but my point is I said that after watching, not after watching it. I, uh, long story short, I liked it up to like the third act. I thought the third act was kind of stupid and I extra absolutely hated the fact that like we're just saying, it, it has that whole flashback where it's like, turns out. Yeah, here's it was, what it happened. Was a, yeah. it, it, this was his plan all along. Yeah. I was like, he didn't need to do that. Yeah, he just didn't care. need to do that. But yeah. that's why... Here's classic me changing my opinion immediately. Here's why that movie sucked. <laughs> it's yeah. because they did that. There's a, I think it's David Foster Wallace who have this, who has this, is it David Foster Wallace? I forget who it is. Someone has a story about, about this guy who, oh no, it's George Louise Borges. Anyways, uh, Borges. Someone has this story, I forget exactly who it is, about a guy who can't forget anything, who True. just has a memory that like remembers everything to like the tiniest detail. And yeah. it's just pretty much about how tormented he is for having right, that. Right, because he remembers everything. And it's so that's true. Sick. That, like, I think that's like the like that's the problem. Is like, yeah. when, like we can remember everything. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you that There's guy no has, magic left because the you know magic that guy comes. Do? What? That, guy, that guy definitely doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> That guy needs to start drinking. <laughs> you, want to learn, you want to forget a couple things? Woo, have I got a solution for no, you? But, uh, the fact that we forget is a very is a is a very helpful thing. Yeah, no, I, I think we would all go crazy if we couldn't. If forget. We were, and yeah. I think that's what films. What, sorry, what phones kind of do is to a degree they 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 remind they you. remind us, and you well, know it's it's harder for us goes, to forget. And then our brains just don't have the capacity to really like take things in so yeah. it's almost becomes a negative effect where it's just you're not really present because you're still so consumed by all the reminders on your phone you know yeah yeah i think that's the main thing i really i but let's again it's like okay i hate phones they're the problem clearly yeah what the fuck are we gonna do about it am i gonna get rid of my phone no no and that's 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 the whole thing it's like and that's why i think the answer is uh what was that app that people used to use when they were like studying in school it was like it was like uh, <clears throat> it would make it so that you couldn't go to like certain websites yeah, I don't or whatever. Remember the name. There's a couple of them. Yeah, but yeah. those kinds of things. It's like the reason these things are so successful and important is because they're not uh, final. Yeah, you know, there there are things that you can do to ease and have a little glimpse into the freedom of no phone. Yeah, but yeah, um, I, I kind of want like a, a don't say flip phone. No, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> no, I want like a solar flare or something. What do you mean? I mean, I don't even know if this is scientifically true, but there was that big like doomsday scenario where there was going to be a solar flare and it was going to wipe out all the technology. Oh, I think I'm like an actual flare gun. No. Sorry, I'm being an idiot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, <laughs> no, once again, a solar flare to wipe out zoned all technology. Out. Yes, yes. Yeah, but like, I don't, I, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think like, there's like We're a bunch of, now. there's like movies about that, right? Yeah, I think Where so. things are just like, it's like, it feels like it's fucking... 1901, but yeah. actually it's 2055. Yeah. Well, we've reverted back. What is that again? I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. 
I hate that. But yeah. We'll cool. figure it out one day. We'll figure it out. Well, I gotta say, it was nice chatting to you. Yeah, you <laughs> I missed you. Welcome back. <laughs> Me treating it like you're a guest. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, thanks for coming by. We'll uh, catch you next week. Um, no, but yeah, I guess now that we're back, let's get back into it. Um, I'll tell you off pod, but I got some things lined up for us. And uh, if you're listening and you're in Montreal, you should come to my show. Thermal, Mario, Lucy's Delirium, Casa del Popolo, Saint Laurent, can't remember the address. Anyways, it's a classic spot. It's a classic spot. I played there a long time ago. Now I'm about to do it again. Um, anyways, come to the show, please. please.